This is the Todd and Friends Podcast. I don't like to waffle on predictions. That doesn't mean I always hope I'm right. Oh, what's he going to do? <laughs> oh, come on. I'm with you. So, thank uh, you. Yeah, I'm with you. Todd, I knew we'd agree on something here. From the KWLM Sports Studio. With thanks to Heritage Bank, member FDIC, equal housing lender. Here's Todd Bergeff. Hey, thanks for joining us for the podcast uh, once again today on these uh, Mondays. Uh, Greg Snow uh, joining us. That's him over there adjusting his microphone Tardy. when we're live uh, on the air. Just uh, yank that thing around a little more there, will you? Todd, I have to get it right. <laughs> yes, but you're Look supposed you. to do that. You're, you're, you're supposed to do that more it. than three seconds uh, after we're already on the air. That's oh, that. because you had already punched me. I in. already had the microphone. You already. Yes. <sighs> Well, you Are know, we not on the train. I hope this morning. Uh, no, okay, because I'm running it, so we're not. <laughs> That's why. Because uh, you know, I mean, many years in the business versus a guy who versus kind of, kind a of a hack. tourist, kind hack. of. A, you're a tourist. I don't want to call you that, uh, but yeah, you're you're kind of a kind of a you know a stop by once in a while kind of a radio guy. <laughs> hey, I was curious, why the heck did you drive up to Wilmer today? You just got too I, much to do. Or I what? have a lot to do today. Yeah. We have a big meeting at the uh, at the Old Eagle Creek tonight. A, um, a stockholder meeting, so I had to be there for that. I've got a PGA board meeting that I was on my way out to Hazeltine to go to, but the roads are so bad. I'm like, well, I'm just going to venture to, to Wilmer. Thought I'd be here much sooner, but I, I sent you a Snapchat. Of, I don't know if you saw it. Yeah. I sent a Snapchat of, hmm, yeah. these didn't turn out so good. It's They're- amazing what in the... In town versus out of town. It's, way different. It's unbelievable. It's way I, I, different. I'm still always just dumbfounded by it. Yeah. The fact yeah. that, well, I'll, I should be able to get there at a reasonable time. No. No. It was, what, 35, 40 miles an hour probably? Yeah, it took me 47 minutes to get to uh, Wilmer this morning. Usually about a half hour, I suppose. It's 32 minutes to the yeah, radio station. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So Extra careful 15. driving out there because it's not the best uh, road conditions. Uh, what else isn't been in bed condition? or been in good condition, the Timberwolves in the wild were struggling for the longest time. Now a little hot streak uh, for each of them here recently. The Wolves, let's start with them. Uh, winners of three games in a row in California against, uh, well, one good team in Sacramento and two overrated teams in the Clippers and the Lakers. Sacramento's like second or third in the, yeah, in the Western Conference. Yeah, but the Conference. Clippers, you have... Well, they're average. What they're, they have about the same record as the Timberwolves, right? A little right? better than us, but yeah. Not, well, not by much. Close. No, but not by much. Not You're by right. much. But they, they might not even be ahead of us, I think, if you check the standings today. Well, load management has taken its toll on the Clippers. Yeah, because uh, they have know, the uh, the $40 dollar a year part-time player. They have the double, Leonard. double load management. Yeah. Paul George isn't any, uh, no. you know, he was hurt, quote-unquote, but he's he's kind of a load management guy, Kawhi Leonard. Yeah. And then, of course, yeah, with the Lakers, we had to win that game. Of course, they're... Uh, everybody's singing their praises because they love that they got D'Lo, and we're sitting here going, um, but we're excited that we got rid of him. Yeah. You know, so again, yeah. I don't understand the difference. Now, the Wolves, they found a little gem here in that trade, and it wasn't Conley. It was Nikhil Walker-Alexander. Yeah. At least for now. Hey. Short sample I, size. Mike Conley has 16 years of being a good I understand, but th- all those minutes were going to Noel. Yeah. And, and he's taking he's those minutes. way outproducing, and Noel's. Yeah. I got my air quotes up. Hurt. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I sometimes believe that sometimes they say you're hurt. Yeah. You it's know, possible. Because he has been kind of an Iron Man his career. Yeah. But anyways, um, Nikhil's been great. He shoots it at a great clip. Horrible looking shot, but it goes in and he gives effort. Yeah. And that's that's just a gem that you find in that, that she was kind of a throwing piece. But then I did some research on it, found out that that was a big one for Finch. Yeah. He really wanted... Um, Nikhil and I'm yeah. like really yeah so 
come to find out, it's been a good little deal. And yeah, the, I think we match up well with Sacramento. I watched the entire game. Um, you know, you got to keep Fox out of the middle of the lane, but they made some plays down the stretch, and Anthony Edwards was not very good again yeah. in that game. He's hit a little wall here. Yeah, it's like he's run out of gas a bit here. So it should come back, I would think. I hope so. Yeah. But uh, bottom line is that they got out of their three and one. I was hoping for two and two. Yeah, and expecting one and three. Yeah, but but three and one, terrific, and three wins in a row, and and they do have a half game better record than the Clippers. So I put them kind of right oh, in really? that same. Yeah, I put them kind of right in that same kind of muddle where there's a whole bunch of teams mm-hmm. that are fighting for the anywhere from five to twelve. So really, so we have to land. At six, Todd. Why six? Because then you don't have to play in a play-in game, yeah. and you get either Memphis or Sacramento in round one. Is Memphis just imploding or what? Yeah, that's over. Clark yeah. is out for the year. Yeah. Brooks is hurt. Morant. I don't even want to. I don't want to talk about that situation. Really, it's a little mental health it's issue. I think mental health. There's. Yeah. Uh, he's yeah making yeah. some horrible decisions. Yeah, uh, but we don't want to play Phoenix with the big three. And I don't think anybody wants Golden State. You want Phoenix and Golden State beating each other up at four and five. You want? Would you rather who? Uh, who is? The, who? Who do you Sacramento, not want to see? Not Denver. Phoenix. How about Phoenix. Denver? Well, how do you? Yeah, feel you about don't them? want to be the eight seed. Yeah, Phoenix is suddenly a lot better. Although I'd rather be the eight seed than the four seed, believe it or, or yeah. the five seed, believe yeah. it or not, because yeah. I don't want to play Phoenix. And for some reason, Golden State just—they shouldn't be beating us. We should be able to handle them. Um, but, yeah, I'm nervous about those teams. Yeah. We're going to have to play them eventually anyways, but I'd like to see the Wolves get one round better this year. Yeah. And then, you know, if they lose in the Western Conference semis, okay. Yeah. And no people can't rag on this Gobert trade as the worst thing ever because we actually did better than a year ago. But they're a ways from that yet. They, they already are not going to win the same number of regular season right. games. But uh, we don't know, Todd, if Towns is even going to be back. We don't. Uh, I, uh, Darren Wolfson was on a, a podcast here. Uh, this weekend, uh, Doogie, they call him, and and uh, he's saying that uh, Timberwolves camp is not very happy with, or the Carl Anthony Towns camp is not very happy with the Timberwolves medical staff, mm. uh, that they wanted to seek out a second opinion on his calf almost immediately, and that the Timberwolves dragged their feet on that and didn't want him to do that and wanted their medical people uh, to handle it. I'm paraphrasing it all this. Uh, and uh, the Towns did, and then and that he actually has sought out a second opinion, but now Towns has trust issues uh, with the Timberwolves front office. So uh, apparently the concern for him is he remembers when Kevin Durant came back and played in the playoffs uh, with a strained calf and then blew out his Achilles tendon. And Towns doesn't want to do that. So uh, speculation that he may not return this year, Towns. So was Doogie making it sound like it was definitely not an Achilles rip? Uh, It's not an Achilles. It's a calf. Yeah. I, yeah, but you see yeah. how I'm kind of smiling here? Yeah. Meaning that maybe it was well, Achilles. Well, ma- maybe, Doogie... maybe that's what Towns is having an issue with. Yeah. Because he thinks it is more serious that's than what, what they I, do. I keep thinking it's definitely more than the Timberwolves let on the four to six weeks. Well, we're yeah. we're four to six weeks past four to six weeks. Well, so, well apparently Towns is unhappy with that, too, yeah. that they came out and said four to six, and he said, hold on a minute. You don't have any idea how long this is going to be. Uh, and a calf... That does lead to an Achilles. So I believe it probably is just in the calf, but that it was a significant tear of the calf. And you have to, calves are tricky. I'd rather have a knee than a calf, I think, because at least you know what's going on. You know it's a longer period of time. Sure. But they know how to fix it and they know where they're going with it. Jeff Van Gundy gave a nice shout out um, on another game, I think yesterday. He said, he goes, shout out to the Timberwolves. He goes, what they've thrown together, considering that they've been without 
arguably their best player. I say second best player, but arguably their best player and that they've kind of held in the same position that they were in the parody in the West, actually in the East as well. Yeah. The parody is really intriguing. It makes every game they had back to back to back to back games yesterday on Sunday. Yeah. And I was kind of watching some of that rather than the golf, Todd. Were and you? the golf was really the most riveting thing of the it day. Was. I know. And so I, I don't know why I found myself watching NBA. It's because I I just well, you're I just a basketball enjoyed fan. I am. Yeah, I yeah, did. And yeah, there's yeah. no T Wolves, there's no wild, so it yeah. made it easy. And and so then I turned it to golf, and of course when I turn it to golf, I nap. Yeah. You know, and that's not good. <laughs> you know? You're not supposed to do that. You're right. I was supposed to pay attention to it, especially with Roar. I mean, that leaderboard was awesome. Yeah, it so, was. And anyways, then, I don't want to transition too fast. But. And then Kitty Yama winds up winning it. Yeah. Uh no, we'll get but, to some golf here, certainly, because it was a compelling yeah, was. day yesterday. Uh so you know, it does look like the Timberwolves are going to get in. You called it, Todd. Uh, I, would I think. Remember, I asked you last week, where do yeah. they land? And you're like, they'll be somewhere in that six to six yeah. to eight, six to nine. And yeah. I, I didn't have much faith. Remember, yeah. I'm like, this feels yeah. like we might be leaking out of here. But yeah. I didn't see three and one coming. Not in California. Trip. No, I didn't see that either. But those Cali teams, you know, they're resting guys, or they're not playing everyone, or they're just not as good as they used to be. Right. I mean, all those stars that we talk about that are exercising all of their uh, load management options, uh, they're they're older. You know, they're they're not the spring chickens anymore. Right. Now it is the old heads that win in the NBA. You don't see a young team win in the Very. NBA in the playoffs. Very rare yeah. will you see that. And yeah. so that's why Denver's struggled. Now maybe they have enough veterans to kind of push through. But you're right, Todd. Yeah. That's why everybody's worried about Golden State. Yeah, that's right, because they've got the old heads got and them. they've got the championship pedigree and, and Steph Curry's back healthy. So And now look uh, at Phoenix. Yeah. They added some veterans. With know, Durant. Durant yeah. and Chris Paul. Well, what a huge piece Durant yeah. was. I mean, gosh. I, I, I didn't anticipate uh, him coming to Phoenix. Right. I thought there was a chance he'd be traded, but I never saw the Suns. So perfect scenario for the Wolves is obviously Memphis and, and Sacramento finished 2-3. Wolves finish six, seven, somewhere in there. And again, Golden State, then Phoenix beat each other up. Then one of them got to go play Denver. Yeah. It's a really a perfect scenario. I don't want um, it to be seven because that means they're in the play-in. Correct. Yeah, That's so why I, I want six. Yeah. We, That's the ideal world. They have to somehow. Yeah, it's one game and They have out. to load management their yeah. games, you know, yeah. which for us right now is play all the time every game. Yeah. And then we'll figure it out and when there's five games left somewhere in there. Yeah. And that's how Anthony Edwards thinks it should be anyway. I like that, that he came out and said yeah. he's not a fan of load management and let's let's guys need to play more. And Charles Barkley, of course, he's really been after this topic for a long time. Right. You know, and a lot of his comments are how can you make forty million a year and can't play basketball three times a week? Uh, he said it's ridiculous. It's awesome. He said I don't think uh, you know a uh, guy working in a steel mill isn't making forty million and he's going to work every day. Every day. You know, so uh, I, I I liked a lot. They of got that. a five month off season. Yeah, I know. I know. It's it's. They say, well, uh, we have numbers to back it up. Well, show us the numbers. Yeah. Uh, I haven't seen that. Uh, are you really getting guys to play more games by having them automatically miss games? I haven't noticed that. Baldelli I still see guys the, getting hurt. Baldelli has the numbers, too, on why guys only go five innings or Ugh. four and two-thirds innings. So, yeah. again, throw the up. numbers out. Let's bring back common sense. Yeah, yeah. Can uh, we I, have some common sense, please? No, there is none. That's gone completely. It's, gone. it's really gone from it's our political gone. scene, but I don't want to talk about that. Uh, also, the the, uh, uh, the the golf yesterday was compelling oh. uh, because nobody wanted to win the tournament. Everybody was trying to throw it away, even the big stars. I expected to see Kitayama struggle. It's the first time in his life he'd had a 54-hole lead, and right. he's 30. He's been on the tour for a while. Uh, he's although on he's, every tour. Yeah, he's kind of off and on the PGA Tour. 
Uh, so for him to win a designated event with a $3.6 million first place prize, thank you, Live Golf, uh, then, then he wouldn't, uh, uh, you know, I, I thought he'd blow up and he did. He had that triple on number nine, but then he reeled it back he in. He made back. some pars, a couple of birdies. He winds up winning it, but McElroy, uh, hit shots all over the yard. Spieth completely blew up. Scotty Scheffler missed some shots. Everybody was just kind of imploding yesterday. How about Spieth's round? At the first seven holes, he hit like 69 feet of putts. Yeah. And they were talking about how hot his putter was, hot his putter. And then, then it four, went away. Four holes in a row, he missed yeah. like a bunch of short putters. Yeah, stuff yeah. that you're expecting to make. Todd, that was uh, Rory McIlroy came out after the game, after the match or whatever, after the round, and, and criticized the setup. Did he? Yeah. And uh, see, these are things somebody, I've brought up before about Rory. Yeah, yeah. you're right. And yeah. I, um, somebody <laughs> put on Twitter like, "How out of touch is he with reality?" Yeah, does he not understand that people like to see them? Okay, you've said yeah. it many times here. Yeah. Occasionally struggle, and then I, I sent back. Didn't he have seven birdies? Yeah. I think Rory had seven birdies, six or seven birdies. Yeah. I haven't looked through his round, but I know at one point there was a lot of circles. Yeah. When they showed his card and a lot of others. Isn't that a perfect setup? You would think. I mean, where if a guy can make that many birdies, but also make bogeys? Yeah. Can That's you what find you want. me a better setup? That's what you want. Right. I mean, and then who was it that had 13 straight pars and then two, was it Harrison English? 13 straight pars and then birdie, par, birdie. And that's when I kind of fell asleep. Yeah. I'm like, so wait a minute. You're criticizing the setup and you got guy, guys getting their in all different directions. Making birdies, bogeys, other guys making pars, and it—that's a perfect setup. Yeah, I'm sorry, Rory. Yeah, I want to hear it. It was right? right around what there was only a couple of guys in the top 15 that broke 70, you know, 68 and a 69, I think, in there. I can't quite recall who shot that, but everybody else was at 70 to 72. Well, it played tough. It's a designated event, an yeah. elevated event. It's a bigger purse, a 20 million dollar purse, and and they should have to. You know, struggle at times. Now, uh, they were saying that the greens were, were super fast. Uh, they had them trimmed down. And uh, one of the commentators said, I don't think there's really actually any grass on these greens. But but you know what? These guys are the best in the world. Yeah. You have to adapt. There was a hole where Kitayama hit a gap wedge from 143, which for you and I is a, is a nice late iron. Right, right. He hit a gap wedge. <laughs> and uh, it landed about pin high and did a three skippy, 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 and then rolled through the back. And they were commenting how good of a shot it was. Yeah. yeah. And I just love that. Yeah. Because I've told you many times, I love U.S. Open. Yeah. I love the even par being a big deal. I love the fact that he's just barely off the green. Yeah. You know, and they go, what a good shot. Yeah. With a gap wedge. Yeah. You know, and I'm like, man, they must know that there's something difficult around that. And to your point of yeah. there wasn't much grass left maybe, but yeah. Yeah. bottom line is I'll take I'll take ten of those events a year. Yeah. I'll take ten of them. Yeah. I know not I don't think you totally agree, Todd. I think you were saying one or two or three, you know, but I like that better than the um the old um, Bob Hope classic where it was 29 under par. Yeah, I do too. Yeah, I, I kind of like, for me, uh, a good tournament is when you've got a half a dozen guys under par for the entirety of the tournament and the winners at six, seven, eight under right in there. I like to see some birdies and a chance at an eagle here and there. This was your favorite event then? It, I, it was perfect uh, yeah. for me. Whereas you're more of a right at have par be a hard score. You know, have the best guy break par and that's it. So you like it a little a little tougher than I. Uh, it I'll just takes forever when you, nobody can I make know. a birdie. <laughs> and I'll never be mad if there's a U.S. Open winner at over par. Yeah. I would never be. I would I'd be smiling from ear to ear. Yeah. Going, that we, takes forever to it, play, I, I don't disagree. But it's a six-hour round. I, I heard what you said about baseball earlier yeah. today of, yeah. you know what? 
it's okay every now and then. Yeah, yeah. You know, of just I always think that of you know why are we trying to speed up the game when shouldn't you want to spend time with your family at the ballpark and in the sun and yeah. what happens if you spend all that money and it was two hour and eight minute game? I know you'd feel cheated. Yes, you would, you and know, that's like, what they're trying to get to. Right. They're trying to make it two and a half hour games, which is better for us sitting on the couch. Yeah, but not when we go to the game. No. When I go to the game, I'm there to enjoy the day, mm-hmm. uh, and and I think it's going to have a negative effect on the health of pitchers. I do. Uh, they're going to get tired more yeah. quickly, and what happens when you get tired? Your mechanics break down. Yeah. What happens when your mechanics break down? You get hurt. So I just don't see this as a good thing. Uh, I don't think it's going away either. Uh, I could see an adjustment to the length of time between pitches. I think they need to. Yeah. I don't like it at all. I don't think a clock belongs in baseball. I don't think a clock belongs in golf, but they've had to implement that a little bit because some guys are so ridiculously slow. There's a balance with all these sports, isn't yeah. there? Yeah. I mean, you just got to find it. I think I heard you say that earlier today. They'll they'll tweak it. Yeah. They'll figure it out. That uh, the Pineda, that yeah. was, I was laughing, actually. That's the, the perfect guy, right? When I heard that, yeah. I was laughing, Todd, because yeah. you can picture him Oh, the, his arm, you know how people put their shoulder. The, the and sweat arm just rolls yeah. off his chin. Right. <laughs> he, how's he going to dry his hand to throw the next pitch, and he only has 15 seconds to do it? Yeah, so, awesome. uh, uh, so uh, I, I, I'm not a fan uh, of that at all. Yeah, are you? I didn't watch. I'm, I'm yet to see. I, yeah. It doesn't affect me until regular season. Yeah, right. I don't. I'm not watching not much spring any training. Stock yeah. in the split squad doubleheader with yeah. guys doing sprints in the back of the field. Yeah. I mean, I always find that comical. Yes. Out in the outfield, they're they're running. Back Nothing and forth. says this is an exhibition yeah. like that. Yeah, but some people <laughs> drew. I, didn't you used to go down for some spring spring training? I have not. I'd you like to. Okay. No, it's it's a bucket list item okay. for me. See, yeah. some people who are more baseball fanatics like that. I yeah. sit there and watch the highlights and go. <sighs> yeah, I don't okay. even know these guys. I don't even get. I, yeah, you know, yeah. you and I joked about not watching one preseason NFL game. Yeah. Well, if I'm not going to watch any preseason NFL, I'm not watching any <sighs> exhibition. See, I'm baseball, a baseball guy, right? so I actually watch quite a bit of spring training. <laughs> Um, but uh, it's completely different for me because I'm watching for some of my own personal reasons with my highly competitive uh, fantasy baseball league that yeah. I run. And Todd, stuff one too. quick question before we go. Um, okay. Does Ben Johnson survive this for the Gophers? This year, yes. But if he has another bad year next year, how can he? So, I don't think they're going to fire him after so two years. So the comments that Coyle made about, you know, Whalen, which we all know was a mutual parting or, or a, hey, we need yeah. you to resign tomorrow. Yeah. You know, you don't think he's going to go down that road with Ben? I don't think so. It's only two years. I know. It's right. He gave Lindsay five. But, yeah. Right. So I, I don't think so, but it's possible. I mean, let's say they get blown out by Nebraska on Wednesday night in the Big Ten tournament uh, and they lose by 30 and they embarrass their, yeah. themselves again. It's possible. I, I don't think so. I think they'll give him more than two years, um, but we'll see. It didn't hurt, help to lose that big recruit Evans. out of California. I was going to ask you that. Yeah. Do you think that and Evans going into the portal? Although Flex had a bunch of people going to the portal. Yeah. Well, that's not, not a portal anywhere. for Evans. He well, just, you're right. You're right. Yeah. He was. Please let me out. Yeah. You're right. And yep. they did. Yep. Which oh, you, well, you which have to. You have to. Yeah. Well, then he won't play. Yeah. It would be uh, okay. Well, I'm not playing. He if could you don't let me out. He could. He he would go into the transfer portal at that point and have to use his one free transfer. Good point. Just to do that, I Good talked point. to Grim about this on Thursday and asked him about that, and, <sighs> and he said, "Yeah, he can, he can leave if the Gophers don't release him uh, from his commitment, but he has to use his transfer, sure. and he wouldn't want to do that before even arriving at college for day one." So. Yeah, makes sense. Yeah. Well, I feel bad for him because it's a horrible situation. It's ugly. Yeah. Grimmer interviewed uh, Willie Burton last night, and it just brought yeah. my mind back to the golden days of. Yeah. 
Oh, I loved watching those teams. So yeah, hopefully yeah. the Gophers can get that back going. Yeah, Greg, thanks so much. Thanks, Todd. Greg Snow joining us here on the Todd and Friends Podcast. It's brought to you by Heritage Bank, member FDIC, an equal housing lender. Watch for future episodes of the Todd and Friends Podcast at kwlm.com or on the air here at KWLM, 1340 AM and 96.3 FM.